Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Oh, okay, so it's on now. Hi, everybody. Now, let's talk about waking up naturally. Like, as the body wants to wake up. I just had this thought called, I was going to title this, The Art of Waking Up. But then, I was like, oh yeah, because like, there's an art to waking up the right way. But then I thought, well, somebody will surely think that it means like, waking up spiritually, you know. And it'll either make the difference, or it they'll be like, I already know how to do that, or I'm already advanced in that, well... Maybe you are, but maybe you don't know that there is an art to sleeping in. There is an art to waking up in that manner. So, that's why I titled it The Art of Sleeping In. So, um, okay. Here is what ADD does for me. The label of ADHD. I know, I'm still attached to that. But that's what justifies the system and all of the... The encompassing differences about me that distinguish me chemically and DNA or whatever it is and the fact that I'm an O negative and I miscarried uh, a positive blood child like three years ago. Oh, like none of that has anything to do with any I'm telling you this. Like how would I even know what I'm talking about? But no, like if what's true is true... It's the most true for me. I'm the weirdest fucker you ever met. But if I am the more evolved of the people, if I'm the next version, part of what DNA is activating or ascension as we call it, then without medicine, my ass would be laying over there on a the couch not giving a fuck if you learned anything or if I knew why the universe was here or um, I would just be a human being. I would be being and that's it. There would be no evolving. There would just be no time. And if I hadn't been conditioned, I wouldn't be aging. And I would be like just floating on a planet in the middle of the universe, as Joe Rogan would put it. We're spinning in the universe, you know, blah, 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 blah. But so, but anyways, I would probably like go outside and play in the dirt and like um, make art some way out of something like a caveman or, you know, something like that. I might be at that point. We might be back to the caveman days with the ADHD people. I'm telling you. If we go off of our medicine, all we care about is all we care about. Okay? And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. Because if I didn't have Vivance, which I just thank you by the grace of God, by being unemployed, by being in a chaotic situation, one thing worked out for me. I am able to get Vivance for free for a whole year. So if that helps anyone, please go to that website called Shire Cares and get your Vivance. Adderall is poison to my body. I don't know if it does good for you, but it makes me almost manic. It splinters my thoughts so much. See, I'm never going to be the person you want me to be. See, because you came here to learn how to sleep in, and I'm talking about something totally different. I just caught that, okay? And there's no one for me to bounce it off of. There's no one to say, hey, wait, wait, wait. Go back, Missy. And then people get 
they're weirded out by cutting me off, but I'm like, if you're my friend, you will keep me t focused, okay? If you're my friend, you will stop me when I interrupt because this is things that, these are things that we do, you know? If I piss you off, it's because I have no filter. There, you know, there's like usually a thought process that goes between, oh, I'm going to call this person an asshole, and then they say, oh, that wouldn't be a very good idea. I work with them. There's a stage in between. I just go, you're a fucking asshole, you know? Like, it just blurts out, you know? Or something to that effect, you know? It, it, it may not be that extreme, because I have always been a gentle, kind, loving, people-pleasing person. So it was actually the opposite of that. But I'm afraid that's what's coming, because... I'm like, I'm so sick of not fitting into society. I told my husband the other day, I'm like, you are not choosing my job. You're not choosing what I'm doing for a living because I can't take another rejection. I cannot take someone else telling me that I'm not good enough, okay? I've got to choose the job that I want. I understand that the writing could take a while to take off and the reading of oracle cards can take off, take a while to take off. That's a process. But the job that I'm going to have to help us pay our bills, unless people could go to my website and contribute, which I think is down right now because I need to call them and I've been procrastinating. And my website is down. I paid for another month and it is down. It is not live right now, I believe. But you can still go to um, my PayPal, which, God, I wish I wrote this down and, like, stuck it on the wall somewhere. Because I never, ever know. It, you know what? It's not meant to be yet. I'm not, to, I'm not a, either that or I'm blocking because I can't receive. You know, like, there's a part of me that says, oh, you can do it by yourself. But maybe there is a part of me that says, I want to make it on my own, which my friend Jacob just did. Stop! We're going to talk about sleeping in. <laughs> okay. But anyways, I'm always going to be supported by the universe. So do not worry about me. I'm going to be fine. Um, the best thing you can do is if you would like a reading and you would like to support me and help me continue to be able to help you, then you could book a reading through my Quantum Reality series on Facebook. And maybe that is the door that's meant to be open and that's it. Now, if you don't see one of those that suit you, we can do what you want. I can do a mediumship session with you, but that's going to probably cost you more because that makes me quite uncomfortable. You know, so a channeling session is going to be like millions of dollars. So don't even try to get me to do that yet. I've only done that with one person. His name's Stanley, and it's because I trust him. He doesn't judge me. He doesn't get weirded out. Thank you, Stanley. Um, I'm developing my channeling abilities more, which freaks me out a little more every time because it's getting bigger, you know, like more is coming through. Um, different folks show up. I'm like, I forgot to set an intention and you just never know what's coming right now. So anyways, if you would like to book one of my services, I am also somewhat fluent in remote viewing abilities. Um, need to work on developing that. So if um, I am willing to work with people um, for practice as well. So um, it's just stuff that I've been able to do since 2002 and just literally put it in the back of my closet and hit it like it was a skeleton because my mom was schizophrenic and I'm like, oh my God, my dad was narcoleptic and they made ADHD slash highly intuitive, highly gifted child that was rejected in school and... 
traumatized so badly from it that now she is denying the very gifts that could open her up to all of her abundance. So um, that's where I am with that. <laughs> but if you'd like to support me so I can continue doing what I want to do and develop my skills, I have to have time to do that. So I'm, a, I'm getting ready to go on to the universe has presented me with an opportunity because you need to be thinking about you want what you want, but still doing what you need to do. Because I've made the mistake of, oh, I'm just not going to pack lunch tomorrow because the universe is going to help me win the lottery. You know, <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, I didn't make my lunch and I didn't win the lottery. That's like ego, you know, like it'll get to you sometimes to the point where you're like, I am so sure that the universe has my back, you know, that you know, whatever, but you're not vibrationally aligned with it. It's not that the universe doesn't want to give it to you. But anyway, so the art of sleeping in, here is what I have learned. I picked up stuff from everywhere, but today it came through to me in a process that was just so beautiful and so, excuse me, <laughs> I just burped. Like, it's so artful. Like, how do you say that? Graceful. It was so graceful because the last thought I had before finally falling asleep last night because I was like, um, you know, rolling from the stimulant, like, um, what do I want to fall asleep thinking about? What do I want to fall asleep thinking about? And because I think what you fall asleep thinking about is very important. That's why I say never go to bed angry. But I can't remember what I was thinking about specifically, but I did know one thing for sure. That I was going to fucking sleep in today. And I was going to not judge myself for it. Because I was just so... Like, it wasn't that I was physically exhausted. I was... I've just been emotionally exhausted. Because I can feel the frustration coming off of my husband. We've had a rough week. He went to Kings Island without me. I hated him and resented him for that. And I did a sigil and, like, wished him dead. And all kinds of things. And, um... It's not manifesting because I'm in denial. I'm in denial of the love that I really want. And that I do believe that if your heart wanted it, it would manifest. But my heart does not want him to exit this planet. My heart wants him to... I don't know if I really want him to be, my, be what I want him to be. Because I love him for who he is. But I just wish that he would participate more in my life. Maybe accept me. Or not. He doesn't have to be my goddamn cheerleader. I surely don't like an ass kisser. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just that I can't accept that things are good the way they are. That he's made me the strongest, most... He's respected me. He's grown with me. You know? I mean, and in the sack, honey, oh my God in heaven, Lord help us both. Like, we, we'd be crackheads for the rest of our lives if we ever separated. We'd be like, oh my God, I gotta have more crack. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we've just always connected really well in the bedroom. And I think if there's a definition of Kama Sutra, that, you know, it's a divine connection in the sacral zone, that would be me and Brian. Because we just get each other. And if you don't have that, nothing else lines up at all. And now, if I, I believe if I have that, that I can bring everything else into alignment. I can get to a, a point where Brian can have his hobbies and hang out with his friends. 
and I can do my woo-woo stuff and be with my friends. But right now I'm in a tight space with him and I can't concentrate when I write. So I have to leave my home in order to go to the library and concentrate and write, you know. And I can't stand being in the same quarters as him when he's mad or upset or something's bothering him. Because I feel that anger or discomfort coming off of him. And I'm like, I wish there are a thousand ways that there was a way I could make him feel more comfortable, you know. And I think what I've been doing for like the last few weeks since I've been off work is sorting and sifting. I feel like I'm getting ready to cry. <laughs> Give me a second, guys. Here you have it, raw and authentic. I think I have been honoring myself and pushing back that last bit of boundaries because I need to be okay with me, you know? I can't just take any job that anybody wants me to take, you know. And I'm, I do feel rejected by society in some ways because there doesn't seem to be a place for ADHD people. There's such a stigma and a misunderstanding and a, I'm not saying it to be mean, but you know the definition of the word ignorance means the lack of knowledge. There is no knowledge about ADHD and how much sensitivity is involved and how our feelings get hurt so much easier we don't have a very thick skin and in ways that's great and that's wonderful if you're a healer and you help people but when people hurt you it hurts you really bad and uh I just don't think I can handle another rejection you know what I mean and um I don't want to feel any worse about myself and I don't want someone else picking out the job that I go to because I know that I'm going to be dissatisfied all day long if I let someone else choose the job that I go to. And um, it took me a while to evolve to get to this point. But um, I've been doing readings for people and I've been telling them things that the universe is trying to get me. The universe brings me people so I can lay out the cards that also explain to me why I'm not succeeding because everyone that comes to me is my mirror. Like there's some part of everybody's reading that applies to me as well. And um, I need to honor myself. I need to place orders with the universe. I need to say, hey universe, this is the job I want. This is what I want it to look like. I want to be off on Sundays. I want to be able to sleep in. I want it to be creative in some way or work with animals or um, maybe I could be creative working with animals, which would mean like dog grooming or something. <laughs> um, uh, bartending's cool, but it has to be where I feel comfortable. Now, if you can find me a bartending job where I get to create cocktails and, you know, someone's trusting of me and they don't judge me for being overweight, you know, because I'm not... I'm fluffy, but I'm not... Okay, I'm 240 pounds, 5 foot 6. There it is. And I'm I'm round. <laughs> My middle is... I have no waist. But that's not who I plan on being forever. So I've also given thought to going to a gym and getting job. You know, but I'm like, 
I'm going to feel that judgment coming off of people. So subconsciously, I know that's why I'm not getting the job there. I've applied there. Um, same thing for GNC. Like places that make me feel successful, like I could learn something and progress from it. It's the dread of feeling that judgment coming from someone who walks in and says, how can I take advice from a fat girl, you know, if I want to be slim? Well, it's not just about that. It's about what do you like? What do you like to do? I like to work with animals. And what do you know a lot about? Well, I don't know. But anyways, I'm off the subject again. I'm just explaining to you why I'm feeling this comes naturally to me. Like, I... Things, I don't have a routine like other people. Um, if I was at work, I could be like thinking a million things at once and I have to stop and write something down because I had an idea, you know. And then I'll be listening to a song or a podcast and be like, I got to write that email down, you know, like because my mind is always metaphysically at work, you know, like looking the, for the next best way to better myself. So, um, the thing is, is that it's all in front of me. I have a million ideas written down from when I worked at Kohl's, like t-shirts, but I'm like, yeah, you don't own those words. Like unicorns are real. I can make a t-shirt that people would like that says unicorns are real on websites and mine's going to look totally different than theirs, you know? So why don't I just do that? You know? I'm scared of change. I'm like, what if it actually works? You know, like, what if I actually succeed? How's that going to change my life? This is not talking about sleeping again. Okay, so I'm going to put the words, give me a piece of paper. Missy, get a piece of paper. Where is there a piece of paper around here? Oh, there might be one in here. This is what I needed to do. It doesn't matter. I can write down the words, focus on sleep talking about sleeping in, you know, and am I going to remember to do that throughout the podcast? I don't know. We're going to give it a whirl. Focus on, I'm literally writing this right now, sleeping in, talking about sleeping in, because we need to get this in this podcast. Now you guys see how my mind works. I bounce, oh, there's a squirrel, you know, that's just how I am, and oh, that reminds me, and Oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you. And, you know, but anyway, so. All right, I decided that I was not going to. I'm going to keep this piece of paper right here. I was not going to get up early because I, ever since I was a child, my mom has had to throw shoes at me and wake me up from across the room because I did not like getting up early. I did, I hated alarm clocks. I would unplug them and throw them across the room. And it wasn't that um, I was being a defiant teenager because I was a pretty good kid. You know, I think I was pretty good and pretty tolerant for what I had been through. I just didn't like getting up. And I missed the bus a lot. <laughs> and um, was in trouble a lot over things like that. And my mom would like, she got to the point where she was, like, freaked out, even if she was, now, when she was schizophrenic, it was different. When, when she was manic, um, she either wasn't there or I was at someone else's house, and I would be nice and drag my groggy ass out of bed for the sake of not making my aunt upset, you know. Like, you do the right thing, Missy, you get up for Aunt Jenny, or, you know, I'd already gotten that lecture. And so, what I have always wanted 
is, I guess my soul has always wanted to wake up naturally every day. And now I have an understanding of why that is. It's because alarm clocks were not meant to exist because we exist only in this very moment. We don't have to put a label on this moment right now, but we have. We put a label on it as 1151, uh, what is it, May 28th or May 29th? Um, I think it's Wednesday. <laughs> See, like once you're off work for a while, you just lose track of time. You're just like, it is what it is. It's like Groundhog Day. It's just another day. And you don't have to call it anything. But for the sake of keeping appointments and stuff, yes, it works in the 3D world. But when you get to a 5D world or like where even where you're like making appointments, yes, you have to keep your time and you have to keep your dates. But you don't have to give your energy to believing that, you know, time really exists. You're just making a, a label for a spot of the a point in the now that that version of now that you're not experiencing at this moment is called 3 p.m. you know June 1st or whatever so but that's just another point of now that you're alluding to so anyways so I always had this inner rebellion against alarm clocks and since I started listening to like Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton and Greg Braden. I mean, all of these guys just together, if they were like one giant mind, they would be like amazing. Like it would be like someone, how can someone know so much about, but that's why they travel together. They do seminars together. Um, I, I like these guys a lot and I do love the spiritual side. I started out with the spiritual, the intuitive, the psychic, and then I rolled into the science part of it. That came later, you know, like that, the revealing of that came later because now we have people like Dean Radin and Russell Targ who are um, bringing science and spirituality together in, an, in a lab to prove that they exist, you know. And then Dr. Joe focuses a lot on healing the body with the mind and um, Dr. Lipton, Bruce Lipton, he, um, has, <laughs> oh my gosh, he's up there with like Dr. Emoto. Like he's seen things in plastic, um, lab, whatever you, those little doodads that they put shit into and it grows or does certain things. Like he has seen them or it, he has basically proven that the experimenter's effect works in my book. When you look at something and you expect it, that's what's going to happen. You know, like on a molecular level, though, he's seen things happen that are amazing. And that's what made him drop his whole Newtonian career over epigenetics. And it's been his, like, life work ever since then to bring this information to people so they can understand that they don't have to pay attention to their genetics to heal their body. They can choose what they want from their DNA because each individual cell out of five trillion cells in your body or whatever it is 50 trillion um i'm just a messenger <laughs> you know you can choose to say i love you what do you need from me 
let's talk, you know, go inside in meditation and say, what do you need from me? And communicate or visualize what you would like those cells to do. Tell your body what you would like from, from it. You know, Dr. Joe said he laid in bed for five to six weeks facing down with all these spinal injuries that they, he needed, you know, um, surgery for, they said. And he just visualized himself in perfect health. And it took him, like, I don't know how many weeks to get to the point where he perfected the art of seeing himself flawlessly in his mind like meticulously in his mind and he continued to do that and he walked out of that hospital I forget and in this crazy short period of time without having surgery he was studying how the body could heal itself and then it's like the universe presented him with a situation where he could prove that theory right himself and that's been his life work ever since so basically what I'm talking about is that your body knows that you shouldn't be getting up when the alarm clock tells you to get up. You should be waking up into, you should be coming from, what I'm referring to with those guys mostly is they work a lot with the states of the brain waves like um, delta, theta, alpha, beta, you know, gamma, all of this. I know I said I'm in a complete wrong order, but those are all different types of brain waves. And, you know, the reprogramming that we want to do so we succeed, you can't do it on the surface. You can do it an extent, to an extent on the surface. But a lot of people, especially people first starting out with trying to change their mentality and their old ways of thinking and their old belief systems that they don't even know exist, have to go to the theta level to reprogram themselves, which means either hypnotizing or um, subconscious reprogramming of some kind like um, guided meditations. Um, you have to get into that brainwave. The theta brainwave is like, um, well, see, ADHD people, we're, we're in alpha a lot. So like 99% of the time we're in alpha. That's why we're like dreamers and we daydream out the window and, you know, and that's maybe why I'm good at um, doing mediumship because I can see, I close my eyes and I void myself of everything I'm thinking. And believe it or not, it happens really fast. I know it seems like I'm nuts and bouncing off the walls, but in less than like two minutes, I can be in a quiet state of mind with my mind, a black blank chalkboard. And, and then what, what I'm attuning to, what my vibration, like if I'm fixated on like say Stanley's grandma, then I can start to pick up information from Stanley's grandma because I'm like, Stanley's grandmother, I need to, uh, you know, make contact with you. That's my intention. And then I start seeing things in my mind's eye on that black ch uh, chalkboard. And I think that's what makes me very easy to do that. So getting back to the sleeping in, this is what is most important for you to understand is when you're sleeping that's more of like your delta and theta waves and as you wake up you go through alpha and then you go into beta and then you go into high beta sometimes then um, gamma's just let's not even go there that's like a whole different that's a dr joe conversation right there because <laughs> gamma is like a, a, an enlightened crazy state of mind i think that's like a new brain wave that it's not a new brainwave. It's just um, one that's kind of hard to attain. 
So, um, but if you're fixated and intention is on it, then you can achieve it. And they say it's like a mindgasm or something, you know, like your mind is literally like, oh, you know, like you're in complete bliss. And I think that's what Jim Carrey was talking about when he went out and he had that experience of being everything. And, um, he was the man on the corner selling, uh, trinkets by the, you know, by the arena. And then he was the homeless guy on the street and he had that sensation of becoming one with everything. And I kind of had a small version of that at the ceremonial tea party that I went to, the tea ceremony. And that's why I just wept. I just cried the whole time because I was in complete bliss. And I've never done that again. I've came close a couple times. But what, what this has to do with waking up is, sleeping in, is that you're slowly coming up out of um, delta and theta and in that stage, if you focus, and sometimes even if you don't focus, you will hear or the last thing you see or like a dream you might be having, you can remember it as you wake up into alpha and it's intuitive as shit. Like you're going to get exactly what you need to make your day either suck or you know, like, it's not going to make your day suck. It's going to, like, if you went to bed angry, it's going to make your day suck. Okay. In the scheme of mindfulness and intuitiveness, that is the place, that's like the crossover point from your subconscious to your conscious mind. And you will catch intuitive hints. And this morning I caught no judgment. No judgment for sleeping in. And also... um bliss like laying there hearing the rain bouncing off the window the cat laying next to me and he's so fuzzy and so warm and you know just the nowness of that moment like laying there with no obligations and no alarm clock screaming at me and and then I wake up and my eyes are coming like really slowly and the room is like starting to develop because I need my eyeglasses to be able to see clear but um I start seeing eye light through my eyelids and I'm like today's your day today's your day to do with what you please like you are here to please yourself and no one else so you're going to honor yourself over anyone else oops I just hit the microphone you're going to honor yourself today before anyone else. More than ever. Like, I've been doing that more and more. But, I mean, I feel like today I'm, I came out. And here, let me describe to you very gracefully, as I can, how I woke up. So, I wake up and I'm like, oh, kitty, you know, you're so soft. And I know not to pet him too much because he'll bite me. <laughs> you know, they decide when they've had enough loving. So he's waking up next to me as I'm waking up. And it's so blissful. And the rain is like ting, 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 ting. And I'm like, what a good day to sleep in. This is like the best day of my life. And I'm starting to wiggle around. And I'm starting to stretch. And I'm like, got this whole bed to myself because my husband's at work. And we really do need a king-size bed. 
especially if I become the person I'm supposed to become and I have a huge, you know, like I have a king size bed and we, we both get to sleep in because I will crush you, Brian. I will take all of your cover and I will hog the whole bed, bitch. No, I'm just teasing, but I, I like to throw stuff in there like that. But I had the whole bed to myself. I was in the middle of the bed and it was so blissful and I started to stretch and I'm like, oh, this is how you should wake up every day. That was my first conscious thought, you know, like besides, hey, kitty, I love you so much. You're so fuzzy and warm, you know, and he's laying there because they, you know, they have that unconditional love, especially when they're sleeping. They like they do want to lay by you, even though he's a, a bitch some of the time. <laughs> he has a hell of a personality, I'll tell you. My cat is like a human inside of a body of an animal because he's that he will he's a bitch sometimes but we were waking up so blissfully and I was like I'm not reaching for my phone I'm just gonna lay here and like take this in for like 10 minutes and till my bladder starts to blur burst and now I gotta get up because I gotta pee okay so <laughs> there's that reality check and I'm like Oh, my breath tastes like shit, you know, and I'm funky about, you know, the senses. Like, if there's grit on my teeth, if I'm, my breath smells funky, if I have a hangnail or something is feeling weird on my skin, I'm a weird texture senses person. I'm sensitive all the way around. So I'm like, I gotta brush my teeth. Should I take my ADHD medicine today or should I take my day off and just bum around? And I'm like, well, what do you think you should do? What do you, what makes you feel most happy? What's that choice going to be today, Missy? Well, I like making podcasts and I want to be able to read 20 minutes a day like my library is having the summer reading program. So I don't want to just be a bomb all day long. That doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like I'm sharing knowledge. It doesn't feel like I'm gaining anything to better myself. So, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to take my medicine. Because I almost took the day off. So, then I'm in there and I'm brushing my teeth. And I really can't stand the yucky in my eyes. So, I'm like washing my face really good and pulling the eye boogers out. And, you know, like, you know, I didn't do any intentions in the mirror. Which sometimes I remember and sometimes I don't. And... That's okay because I'm I'm like I've been the person I've been physically for a long time which I want to start working on my body like a better body image looking at myself saying I am beautiful I am the fairest in all the land <laughs> however you want to say it it's mirror work so I have I have one sticker on my mirror that says I am unstoppable and it's clear and it's like one of those peel away decals because I've been working with ideas about with buildasign.com they're super cheap on there. So if you have ideas, go on there and get them. I've printed bumper stickers and ordered like five at a time. And it's only like three bucks. Look up a coupon code. They always have sales. Um, but anyways, put, I have I Am Unstoppable on my mirror. So when I'm brushing my teeth and I'm leaning down, I'm looking right at it. So subconsciously, I'm just like, I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. And, you know, like, and that, that's a pretty good one to have. That's an all-encompassing one. So, um, you know, like, I'm like, okay, so I took my medicine, I brushed my teeth. Now, I'm going to come in and, God, doesn't coffee sound good? Because I, I don't like drinking coffee like, oh, I got to chug this so I can wake up and run out the door. 
I like coffee to sit down and like, I was like, I'm getting my unicorn glass out that Sarah gave me. And it, if I made enough coffee to fill this thing, it would be three Kerrig pods probably. You know, because this son of a bitch is huge. It's like a gallon jug with a rainbow on the side to hold it with. And it says, powered by unicorn farts. And I love her to death. Sarah, I love you. You, you have given me a reason to wake up in the morning, literally. Because this woman gave me so much strength. She's so powerful. And, and all of the other girls at Kohl's, too. I love Elise. I love Rachel. I love Melissa. I love um, Patty DeMoss. Oh my God, you have my heart. Um, Amy with the heart surgery. Honey, I love you and you deserve so much better. And all of you guys have given me so much strength. Like, I'm like, I'm not even strong compared to these women, you know. So I pick out my favorite mug. Of course, the unicorn mug, because that's what they called me there. You're a unicorn, because all you talk about is metaphysics and this, that, and the other. And I go over and I get my coffee. And I do the one where you fill the little pot up, you know. And usually I'm in a, like, a gangster hurry. I'm like, I got to put the sugar in while the coffee's brewing. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm like, and have my creamer out. My spoon's ready. Like I'm working in a restaurant still, you know. Like I got to move as fast as I can and be as efficient as I can. Well, today I was like, I'm going to bring the coffee over and I'm going to get my spoon out and then I'm going to dip my coffee. This is the, the pod that you use to put whatever coffee you want to put in there. And then you lock the lid and you put it back in your carrick. So my husband uses pod because he's, he's old school. He's 3D. He does fire drill out the door. Boom, pod. Got to go. You know, that's the one I don't want to be. And, um... God love him. He works his ass off. He is my rock. He is my foundation. And I go over and I get my um, fair trade coffee from Aldi, which makes my soul feel good because I know people are getting properly paid. And I'm like, I so am never buying like corporate coffee anymore. I'm going, I'm not that I'm against it. I'll buy it if I have to. And I'm a desperate bitch that needs coffee. But, um, I go at Aldi is where I like to get coffee because it's um, fair trade coffee. You know, the people in those countries, which is a very small region of the world, it's in between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn, that coffee actually grows. So those people, it's a very small section of our world where coffee beans are actually grown. And they were being, well, let's put it this way. There are people out there who will pay very little to other people in other countries. Well, this is fair trade. They get paid fairly for picking those coffee beans or however they get them. So I feel really good about this cup of coffee. It's, it feels good to me. It's aligning with me. And I'm using my favorite mug and I'm slowing down and I, I reach to get my sugar packets and I lay them on the counter and I fill up my water container, you know, in the back of the Kerrig. And I put the lid down and I push the button. Now, usually this is where I go reach for the sugar packets. And I say, Ch -ch -ch -ch, and I miss the glass half the time. And I say, you know what? I'm going to wait right here and do nothing while this brews. And things just seem to like slow down. And... I only have like five minutes, but I looked, 
I got my spoon out and then I got my creamer out. This is after my coffee's done. I bring my rainbow unicorn fart coffee over to the counter and I sit it down and I take my time. I put my, I open my packets, I put my sugar in there, I put my creamer in there and I swirl it, you know? And I'm like, I don't even need food right now. Let's just take in this wonderful cup of coffee the way it is, you know? Like I usually am like, ah, I need food. I got, I got 45 minutes before I, the bells go off and I don't want to eat anymore because of, you know, Vyvanse. Well, it's not as bad with Vyvanse because Vyvanse takes like 45 minutes to kick in. And you can already tell I'm a smoother, I feel more grounded on this medicine. Um, it's not like, <laughs> like it's not me bouncing off the walls like, Vi uh, not Vyvanse, but um, Adderall. Adderall is a quick release and I, I literally will find myself yawning. And then I'm like, oh, I have to take my medicine. And then I go from yawning, and 20 minutes later, I'm pinballing off the walls. I did it the night that I went to the roller derby with my friend Marsha, because she's like, you were two totally different people within like 20 minutes. And I'm like, thank you. Now you know the difference in the medicines. She's like, I don't want you ever to go back on that shit again. She Like the other day, we spent time together, and she's like, you're just a totally different person on this medicine. And I'm like, yes, I know. Thank you. Thank you, Contrast, <laughs> for showing someone else the difference in what I feel and what I act, how I act, you know. And I was, I'm able to slow down and enjoy my thoughts more. And, and the things that are like touching something and, and looking at a flower. Yesterday, walking into the library, I stopped and they had these beautiful yellow flowers. And my thoughts... Um, I had a book on hold and it came through the email. It says, Thoughts Are Things by Bob Proctor and Greg S. Reed. Turning your ideas into reality. And um, that was ready for me because I have these goals of reading a couple books during the summer. And that's going to help me change into the person I want to be. And I saw these beautiful yellow flowers, which I'm like, all oh, a squirrel. Oh my God, I have to stop and look at these beautiful flowers because yesterday I was out, even if I'm in a trailer park, I can see beauty. They have roses in front. I mean, there are some people that don't give a shit about their place and there are some people who have the most beautiful flowers I've ever laid my eyes on surrounding their front porch and they have it screened in and they have a swing on the inside of it and they have it all decked out and I'm like, they live really simply so they can afford to do things like that for themselves. They can make their own home more of what they want it to be, you know? And maybe that's what I need to talk about with Brian. Like, how could we make our lives very simple and get what we need, but still be able to afford what we want to afford? Like, you know, it might be this place, but just making adjustments, you know? Because... Nobody really bothers us here. It's it's just people who either want to live simple or they make little money. Now, there are some gangsters down the road, but, you know, the universe always looks out for me. And they shoot fireworks off. That's the most part that makes me nervous is they shoot fireworks off on 4th of July. And I'm afraid it'll hit the wall. But I'm like, nope, that would never happen. The universe would never do that to me. And um, 
So anyways, that is why I like sleeping in is because that is the way the universe intended us to wake up. It, we weren't intended to like roll out and help other people make millions. And one of my questions yesterday, I was telling you about one of my old beliefs is can you make money or how, wait a minute. I'll have to tell you about it another time. I'm running out of time. I've only got like a minute. But I have the internet now. You have the internet now, which is more computing power than the president had like 10 years ago or something in his hands. And we, there are no excuses why we have to live a life of survival. People around here may not have cell phones, but I'd like to change that. I'd like to figure out something where everyone can have one. And we all have equal opportunity to become prosperous. So um, that's the kind of world I represent. That's who I want to be when I grow up, <laughs> if I ever grow up. But my time is running low. I've got 30 seconds. And I, you know what? You never know what you're going to get here. It's like Forrest Gump over here at Positive Energy Alchemy because it's not really any structure at all. Which gives you permission to not have structure at all. You can do things your way. You know. I hope I've inspired someone. You know. Just just be you. That's all we have to do. Okay. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about manifestation. And I'm out of time. Now's the time to find your color, your paint, and everything to get started during red, white, and blue savings at the Home Depot. Transforming your room is easier than ever. With the best deals online and in-store, you can confidently select your color and the tools for your next paint project. Get a colorful new experience and the right paint for the right price. Save $10 on one gallon and $40 off three and five gallons for a limited time only at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 25 gallons per household. See store for details. Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com/htec.